Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome back to the Sovereign Projector podcast. I am your host, Heather, and I am a human design and astrology reader and teacher um, from Australia. And today we are starting a fun new series, which will be recorded or released um, probably not every day for the next week, but like every couple of days for a little while, depending on my own personal workflow. Um, But we're going to be going into some of the basics of human design, actually, from my point of view, my perspective. Um, It's probably some of it is stuff that we have covered before on this show, but really, I have no idea. And it's probably so long ago that I don't even resonate with what I said then anymore, because, you know, life moves quickly. Um, So yeah, that's what we're getting into today. I'm recording this from my room in Cairns. Yes, I am still in Cairns. Um, It still feels like home uh, at the moment. So yeah, for those of you who are new, I am supposed to be traveling, backpacking Australia right now. But about five weeks ago, well, on July 8, I flew into Cairns and I just have not left since because, I mean, why would you? It's beautiful weather. The sun shines every day. It's so hot. I've met the like just incredible humans um, staying here. I've made so many friends and I'm feeling honestly more at home and more myself than I have potentially ever. So yeah, we're just going to stay here um until we feel like moving on when I say we I mean myself me um yeah I it's funny because I actually had a moment the other night where I was like well maybe like yeah two nights ago where I was just like you know should I go like should I be going somewhere else and I was meant to be going to Uluru tomorrow no the next day well home to Melbourne for a couple of days and then over to Uluru and like starting my travels in the Northern Territory on this weekend, but that had to get cancelled because um, Cairns went into lockdown and Melbourne's in lockdown and Northern Territory closed its borders to everyone. So I was like, oh, okay, Um, obviously. So I had to cancel that. And yeah, I was just like, should I be doing something else? Like, am I, you know, not doing what I said I had the intention of doing, which is seeing more of Australia, right? Um, but yeah, I just sort of like got really quiet and and sort of tuned into my soul as I was going to sleep the other night. And she was just like, when have I ever not told you when it's time to leave somewhere? And I was like, damn, bitch, you are right. Like my body, my soul, my intuition is so insistent when it's time to get out of somewhere. I don't always listen, but this is why I am now living in the, I mean, you know, I've, I've completely lost lost track, but I've lived in at least, it's like, it must be up to like 12 or 13 different houses or places since 2016. Since 2016, when I first moved out of my parents' house, um, I've just moved every few months. And that has included living in the UK. It's included living in various houses in around Melbourne and just outside of Melbourne. Um, it's included now living in a hostel in, in the UK and now a hostel in Cairns in the far north Queensland so that is just it when it's time to move I always know when it's time to move and it definitely doesn't feel like I actually genuinely feel more grounded than I have in years and this is another thing I was reflecting on last night maybe this is something I should more like save to unpack during the um maybe part three of this series that we're going to do which is going to be all about deconditioning um but yeah I was just reflecting on also last night when I was going to sleep like I, my life looks nothing like it's supposed to look like at age 28 and I am the happiest I have ever been. Like, just, I don't know, take a moment to 
to let that sink in because it's like I really don't have that voice in my head anymore that even just a few months ago was like you're 28 you know you're still single um you have no idea where you want to live you uh don't like you know aren't like fully confident you know you don't have a ton of friends blah 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 like all of these things that were just like circulating around my house uh, my, my head always and then even you know literally just now I'm like wow my life I sure I don't have any of those I haven't you know I haven't bought a house or like found the love of my life or like started having babies and whatever um and my life looks nothing like it's supposed to look like but I am the happiest I've ever been and I was just like god damn you know this is why we decondition we decondition so we can uncover the true source of our joy coming from inside of our hearts inside of our chest like yesterday morning okay so cancels on lockdown for two days um and it was also raining and then yesterday morning the sun came out and they announced that lockdown was being lifted yesterday morning. And I was just walking down Ken's Esplanade, like with my oat milk chai in my hand. And it was like, you know how people speak about like the spontaneous Kundalini awakening, right? I swear I was having a spontaneous heart awakening or like heart opening. Like it felt like something was going to burst out of the center of my chest. I was grinning at everyone. Like four different people stopped me and just said, you are so beautiful. You are just like literally radiating right now. And I was just like, oh my God. (sighs) Yeah. It's, it's, it's wild. It's, it's incredible. I'm yeah. So blessed. So happy uh, and content. Um, But honestly being here, It is not the best place to have the intention of getting a lot of work done. I feel like I'm just sort of um, barely, (laughs) barely getting done what needs to get done. Fortunately, I did have those three days in Port Douglas where I got so much work done. So maybe I'll just need to do that every now and then if I'm going to stay here much longer um, is just like take a little three day break every now and then out of the actual Cannes city so I can actually focus Uh, because, yeah. It's like I'm 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 really like floating into I think my feminine so much more since I've been in Cairns. Like even just now, it's what it's three thirty. Last night I stayed up till two a.m. talking, um, which I never do. I'm such like a nana when it comes to getting to sleep at a regular time. But here, I mean, a like the sacral addiction, right? That that shit doesn't lie. Uh, when when there are sacrals around, I'm like, gimme, 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 gimme. And then you forget how to, or like it doesn't, you don't really feel like doing all the things you're supposed to do as a projector when there's fun, like beautiful sacral humans around and you just want to play all the time and like be out and stay up till 2 a.m. talking, right? You're just like, what's the point? You know, life, blah, blah, blah. I'm young, I'm free. And then, you know, you wake up the next morning or like it's, you know, 4 a.m. and you're sitting in bed, like still buzzing because you can't come down from the high. Uh, And then you wake up the next morning, just bloody exhausted, right? So that's me this morning. I slept in, my alarm went off at nine because I had a client um, at 11. Um, my alarm went off at nine and I was just like, I am buggered. I feel like I've been hit by a truck. I feel like I went out drinking. Like my whole body is still just like, um, just on it. Right. Uh, so yeah, there's that. And I know it's not sustainable long-term, but right now we're having so much fun. We're living our best life, having, having a good time. Um, yeah, but it's not the best for getting work done. As I was saying, like it's three 30 in the afternoon. And all I've done is that one client, I fed myself, um, And then I went for a walk along the Esplanade and 
was listening to music and was listening to the Lover album by Taylor Swift because that's just where I'm at right now. Uh, That and, oh, my God, I need to recommend this playlist on Spotify. I have recommended it on my Instagram stories and I know so many of you are loving it so much too, but I'll recommend it on here too because it is the best whenever you need to dance. Like this playlist is so, ugh, it just kills me, but it's called No Borders and it's a playlist on Spotify. Listen to that whenever you just need to get out of your head, get into your body. Um, Because yeah, I was like walking along the Esplanade and everything in my body, I was like, I know I want to record a podcast. Like I know I do, Um, but so much of me just doesn't want to and just wants to put on that playlist or lover and dance around my room for the next four and a half hours. You know, like it's just so deeply in that, why would I work? I'm far too pretty to work um, vibration right now when I'm in this city. So I don't know what what that what's up with that, but it feels so good to sink into and enjoy this part of myself while also still somehow remembering to um, meet my responsibilities. Okay, um, so what is human design? Again, this is going to be from my perspective. So this part one of our series, we're really going to be speaking about the mechanics of it, Um, really where we start. I think in part two, maybe we'll go more into the purpose of human design. In part three, we'll go into the deconditioning and then we'll just see where our journey takes from there. We don't want to plan too much, right? We're leaving, we're letting life unfold uh, as as we play. Yeah, and that's the one other announcement that I do have is that it is the last um, few days to get to join the human design reader training at the early like early investor rate. Um, I think it's on either Monday or Tuesday that it's going up um, to the full price. So you'll still be able to join. Uh, and yeah, we're getting started in early September. But as soon as you join, you can get access to the student portal. Uh, so definitely check that out in the show notes. See if that is something that you're looking for because it is so much fun. Uh, Yeah, and you can see all the testimonials that are on the website on the sales page. People, yeah, okay, legends. So what is human design? Mechanics. So human design, this is like, I guess it's a little spiel that you could have. It is this system um, that is kind of like astrology in the sense that it's using your birth time, your birth date, your birth place, in order to chart this chart this map, right, of you. Um, except the thing with human design is that instead of, you know, not like just being astrology because you guys know how I feel about astrology, it's so incredible. There's so much potential for depth there. Um, but so it includes Western astrology, but it also includes really the concept of energy centers, right, our energetic body, um, the I Ching, Uh, the tree of life and quantum physics, right? Basic quantum theory. It is taking all of that, mixing it together and then adding in just, you know, human observation and human nature and uh, this this concept of the evolution of consciousness and what are we here to do, right? Um, And how our energy works, right? And it's giving you this map, this chart, right? Or this body graph, depending on how you look at it that shows you at the end of the day and again this is my point of view it is your personal energy mechanics we would the reason you would be interested in human design is to understand to learn and understand 
how your energy works uh, instead of continuously trying to live like every other person on the planet, right? Because a huge part of the human design practice is conditioning and deconditioning. All the conditioning says everybody should live the same, right? That there is one way to eat, there's one way to live, there's one way to play, there's one way to work, there's one way to rest. And human beings should fit in this little shoebox way of living. And they should just do that forever and ever and ever until they die, okay? What human design is saying is that everybody's energetic body is actually different and has its own way of interacting with external energy. And so if we, as parts of the quantum field, right, we made up of tiny little particles, right? We are made up of these tiny little molecules, atoms that are vibrating at a certain frequency. Um, every, you know, every in, in the quantum physics part of it, it's like everything is frequency. Everything is vibration. Okay. Because we are all these tiny little particles when we're, we're not, we're very little solid matter. We are mostly just like moving around energy. Okay. Even our 3d physical bod- bodies, so the way that our molecules personally interact with the external world and its molecules differ for everybody and so how we how the what human design is giving us is that map that intention or that uh not really intention but like way um, of understanding how our molecules interact with the external molecules. Again, this is just, it sounds so wordy, but this is, but then that's like the ex- expanded way of saying it. But in essence, it's like your energy mechanics. How does your energy work? Because to me, the most important part to understand of your human design chart or of just human design in general is the um, the energy centers. Okay. So the nine energy centers and then what it means to have them open um, and what it means to have them defined or colored in, right? So if you have them undefined, they are white or uncolored in when you look up your chart. And if you do have them defined, they are colored in. And then also just to know, and so when we think about energy centers, okay, so what these would relate to would be like you, you some people call them like chakras, right? Um, but we're essentially talking about plexuses of nerve endings throughout the body. So they do have physiological associations as well, um, where there is just like a hubbub of energy. And so we have energy centers literally all over our body. These are just the nine major ones right now at this point in human evolution. And these are, because there's so much happening there, there's so much energy that, that moves in these centers there is also the huge potential for these particular areas to get in which for energy to get stuck. So understanding the mechanics, the type of energy that resides within each of these energy centers is so beneficial because then when you are experiencing a like quote unquote energetic block in your real life, uh, you can then trace back that particular energy block and be like okay cool so based on my understanding of the energy centers where is this coming from and how can i work with my particular energy center right in order to help get that energy circulating again so what i do find really interesting is people who use uh knowledge of the human design energy centers and this map that it provides in order to then go and do like energy healing work right 
um, because it can be that really deep understanding of how they all work that then gives you the map for, okay, where does energy need to be shifted? But you can also work on doing that for yourself. If once you get to know really deeply and intimately what a block feels like in each of the nine energy centers, you can trace it back and be like, okay, cool. So I'm feeling this like um, nervousness in my belly and I know that that's my solar plexus. And so I know that maybe I am avoiding truth somewhere in my life because the not self theme, okay, we need to talk about not self themes, right? Because we're doing an introduction. Um, The not self theme of the solar plexus is to avoid truth. All right, so when we're saying not-self themes, the not-self theme is if you are living from um, a blocked or stagnant or un, like unintegrated part, like way of expressing that particular energy center, it will often express uh, in that particular not-self theme. So when you look up your chart and you have the open um, or undefined energy centers, if you hover your mouse over it, it'll come up and it'll say, it'll flash up with the not self theme of that particular energy center. Now, misconception is that you can only, um, only experience the not self from the energy centers that you have open or undefined, not true at all. We live in a highly conditioned society. What definition versus not undefinition means? Okay, is that definition is that that particular energy center, you have a consistent experience of that energy in there. Okay, it is more consistently and more reliably you and your own energy being expressed. Whereas where we're open or where we are undefined, it is inconsistent because it is more like where we are experiencing the external world and learning about people, places, um, things, different ways that energy can express inside of that energy center. And so an example to use here to show that where you can definitely live in the not-self theme uh, or experience a not-self theme, even if you do have definition, would like a really good one that comes up a lot with people who have a defined head center. Okay, so and also the Ajna as well. So both of these like mental centers because thought loops, right? Even if we have a consistent thought, right? A consistent way of thinking about things or conceptualizing things, all of these things that reside within the Ajna center and the head center, uh, it doesn't mean that it's a really healthy thought pattern. You can consistently think like super shitty thoughts about yourself, you know? And so just because it's defined doesn't mean there's no work to do there. That is a huge like misconception just to like knock out of the park right away. Okay, so we've spoken about energy centers, not self-themes. All right, so once you have those nine energy centers, within each of those nine energy centers, there are, or actually, yeah. Okay, no. All right, so connecting each of those nine energy centers are channels, okay? The channels are those lines which connect between each energy center. And so what you will see when you're looking at your chart is that if you have... Um, a line filled in that connects two different energy centers, both of those energy centers will then switch on or they'll be colored in, right? They'll be defined. And so that is what creates definition. It means that you have that full channel or that full line fully connecting one energy center to the other one. So an example would be, wait, let me get up a chart so we can um, talk about this. But yeah, an example would be like the, um, if you look, 
between the throat center and the spleen center, okay? There's one really long channel uh, which starts in the throat and it's got a little 16 at the throat end and then if you follow it all the way down, it connects to the spleen and it's got a little 48 on the spleen end. And so if you had um, that entire channel colored in, okay, it's, it's connecting that throat to that spleen and so that energy is flowing consistently, okay, again, because where we have anything colored in, whether it's an energy center or a channel or a gate, which we'll talk about in a sec, um, it means that we have consistent experience of that particular energy, okay? And then those, because we have that consistent energy flow between those two energy centers, those two energy centers become defined. They become consistent, okay? Whereas if you don't have uh, <clears throat> a full channel um, between two energy centers, they will not be switched on. They will not be defined. Okay. Hopefully that makes sense. Um, <clears throat> so that's channels. So channels are, and each channel has its own thing that it represents. And it is, it is those, what is the, what is the frequency or what is the type of energy or type of topic that is flowing between those two channels. And so when you're learning about the channels, right. And which channels you, you have, um, you're already going to know a bit by looking at what energy centers is it connecting? You know, is it connecting the heart to the throat? Um, is it connecting the solar plexus to the throat? You know, is it like talking about your emotions? Um, is it connecting the sacral to the root center, right? Is it more like lower chakra energy or is it more um, middle center, like, like heart throat type energy? Uh, or is it that really heady mental energy that's flowing um, between two energy centers, right? If we were looking at those top two, top three energy centers, what is that type of energy that's flowing in between? So that gives you clues already. The other thing um, is then the gates. Okay, so each of those uh, 36 channels um, is connected to the tree of life, right? The lines of the tree of life. Um, and then we have the gates and the gates are those tiny little numbers that we sort of touched about before, right? So if you look at the head center, you have gate 63, gate 64 and gate 61 in there. And they're the gates of the head center. And you can have these activated um, without having the full channel activated. So in order to create definition in two energy centers, you have to have the full channel. You have to have both gates on either side activated. But if we're looking at this like gate 64, right, since we're using the head center, for example, if you have that defined, but you don't have the opposite one gate 47 defined, if you don't have the other half of that channel defined, um, it's just called a hanging gate because it's just hanging out, right? It's not, it's not, um, it's not creating that consistent flow of energy between the head and the ashna. And so you will not have definition there unless you have one of those other three full channels. So the gates are um, activated by planets. So this is where Western astrology comes into the practice. The gates each, um, each are correlated with the eating. Okay. Um, but then each of these gates is activated by a planet. And so just like you have the sun, let's say in the sign of Virgo, when you were born, um, that, that sun will also be highlighting a particular gate within the human design body graph and all gates are not made the same right the ones that are 
um, highlighted by specific planets being like Sun, Earth, Moon, Jupiter. Um, they're going to be the most influential gates in your design, okay? Uh, because those are the planets that have the highest impact on our specific energy, okay? So each of them, yes, wherever you have definition, you do have a consistent experience of that and it's going to be a part of your learning journey probably. Um, but but they're not all as important as each other. The most important gate that you have is your conscious sun gate. Okay, so that's the other thing to talk about, the difference between the unconscious side and the conscious side. So when you're looking at your chart, you'll see that some of the gates are activated in black and some of them are activated in red. The red side of your chart is the unconscious part of your chart. And these are the these are the gates that were activated by the planets on the day approximately three months before you were born. And so this is said to be that moment that your soul came into your human body. Okay? That moment that your soul decided to come to Earth and incarnate in your specific body, in your specific family at this specific point in time. So that's that unconscious part of you that you might not be able to uh, connect to as easily as the black parts of your chart, right? The black parts of your definition. This is the conscious mind. This is your conscious personality, let's say, um, for this particular lifetime rather than your soul, potentially, we could conceptualize it as more a soul thing um, that's been with you for many past lives, okay? Uh, so that would be more the red side, whereas the black side or the conscious side is going to be the things that you are actively conscious on in this specific life. It's going to be more at the forefront of your mind and more obvious to you. Okay, let's see. Um, I think that's all I want to talk about today because that really covers the actual like specifics of how to then read uh, the parts of a chart. Maybe tomorrow um, we'll get more into like the types and whatever. Okay, so the last thing to think to think about where we're going to close today before we get into um, more specific stuff tomorrow and this is also important you know you really can't skip a step uh, in this and go you know if you want to understand it you can't skip a step and go straight to like you know the other stuff I mean that's me anyway I prefer to know the background and like how things are calculated so now that you know that to have a full channel right to have the two gates either side that creates a channel that creates consistent energy flow between two energy centers and that is what switches on turns on that consistency in those two energy centers right it is our definition that creates uh, our type and our authority and type and authority right or strategy and authority are those two most important parts of human design that if you just focus on that you're going to decondition like over time 100% of your life right if you start well let's not say 100% because nothing in this life is certain a high percentage um, of your life because as you learn to because strategy and authority right they define um how your energy interacts with external energy, A, that's strategy, and how to work with that optimally. And then authority is how you're designed to make decisions. And when we know how to make decisions for ourselves, we stop, you know, really fucking around, like listening to everybody else's opinion and making pro-cons list and, and never getting anything done, right? And that's how deconditioning happens. We make our own decisions and we follow our own intuition. 
So based upon which energy centers you have defined and which you do not, that is how you get your type. That is how you get your strategy and that is how you get your authority. And that's where we're going to leave it for today and where we will continue in the next part of this series. Um, I will talk to you all so soon. Have you, hope you're having a beautiful day. Um, my name is my Instagram is at Heather Man Astrology if you do want to come play on there. Um, and I'll talk to you so soon. Okay. Bye.